Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Bye. 
She bops indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Cindy Lauper from 1984, ladies and gentlemen, one of the hits of her early years, ladies and gentlemen. And we welcome you to the day after WrestleMania edition of Raw Radio, episode 235 for Monday, April the 6th, 2020, ladies and gentlemen. 4620, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, and as always, ladies and gentlemen, is the one and only human suplex machine from Front Row, Virginia, Mr. John Grosjean. Good afternoon to you, sir. Good afternoon. We have got a lot to talk about this afternoon. We're going to get into it right away. one 605 pounds You can join us for the next hour and a half or two as we will have the King of Clubs, ladies and gentlemen, Mitt Patel, the Rousnake and Al Patel, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, Mr. WCW, Chad Hinshaw, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Tears, the Rush, Ronda Rush Wright, the Empress, Amory Rickenbach, the... Black Widow, Michelle Lindodson, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, all joining us here this afternoon what will be a very festive afternoon. As you know, it was going to be today, actually, I was going to be stepping out of the Raw Radio desk, Karen, down in Tampa, Florida, at WrestleMania, however, but we will talk about that here in just a few moments. Howard. John, our lead story is talking about WrestleMania, and I think you're going to be interested in hearing this, as I heard this just about a few moments ago as we were coming on the air here on Raw Radio. Now, the call ID, by the way, is 138044-POUND. Hit one, and you're on the air with us, in case you're wondering. According to reports from Joseph Lee, John, we understand that Tampa Bay, even though they do not host WrestleMania this year because of what has been happening, however, a new report by Russell Boats is now saying that Tampa could yeah. end up with the event after all with WrestleMania 38 in 2022. It notes that the site city is still, quote, eager to host and that the, quote, legwork is all but done at this point. We know next year WrestleMania is going to be in Hollywood and Los Angeles, but the question is, will WrestleMania 38 go on as scheduled in Tampa despite the fact what happened this year and eventually yesterday would have happened, however, in Raymond James Stadium. There's been also talk that Las Vegas' Allegiance team, the home of the Las Vegas Raiders, if you will, however, which has not hosted a WrestleMania since WrestleMania 9, might be also in the running with Tampa as far as WrestleMania 38. John, I ask you, your thoughts about the chances that WrestleMania 38 could be returning to Tampa in just a few years from now, unless they go to another city. I agree. Well, we're going to talk about this and keep an eye on this story, of course. Uh, this is a very interesting story, no question about it. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this story. Again, this is, of course, from Joseph Lee at 411 Main, which, by the way, is our sponsor on all of our shows, not just Raw Radio, <laughs> but also Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Revolution, Power Hour, Outside the Ropes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as well as Wolfpack, ladies and gentlemen, the debate, and everything in between. And speaking of the debate and, uh, of course, the Power Hour, you can check those shows out on Saturday and Wednesday, respectively, 8 p.m., 139925 pound, ladies and gentlemen, and 141364 pound every Saturday at 6 p.m. and 8 o'clock on Wednesday nights as well. Now, speaking of tonight, John, we'll have a lot to talk about on John Groves Wrestling Sports Incorporated, including the aftermath of Raw the night after Mania, as well as some of the other news headlines, including what was a very interesting week at WrestleMania and some of the sports and local headlines as well. Now, speaking mm -hmm. of sports news, we do have some sports news to report here, just because we're not 
having anything go on, like Major League Baseball opening week, however, or even the NCAA Final Four, the lead them into uh, the first big major of the year of the golf calendar season, the Masters, however, as well as also NHL and NBA hockey and basketball, respectively, as well as women's college basketball. We do have some sports news on golf, and we're going to tell you about it here and now. Of course, as you know, the PGA Championship was supposed to be in May, ladies and gentlemen, at Harding Park in San Francisco. They have now pushed it to the first week of August, August 6th through the 9th, ladies and gentlemen. The U.S. Open, which was supposed to be at Wingfoot in June, will now be pushed to the middle of September, ladies and gentlemen, in Westchester, New York. There will be no British Open this year at Royal St. George's in England because of what has happened, however, so they will take off a year for the Claret Jug and will resume it in 2021 at Royal St. George's. However, two other golf tournaments will be changing their schedule, too. The Ryder Cup will be at the end of September, ladies and gentlemen, however, at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. And yes, folks, the Masters will be played after all, possibly, maybe, however, but at a crazy time. The middle of November, that's right, folks, the famed Augusta National will host the Masters in 2020 in the middle of November. Talk about a crazy time, ladies and gentlemen. This is very unusual to say the least, considering the Masters was supposed to be this weekend. But speaking of the Masters, this weekend, folks, however, on CBS, however, television, for all you golf aficionados, they will show a replay for an hour straight on Saturday afternoon from 1.30 to 2.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, a replay of the 1975 Masters that saw Jack Nicklaus beat off Tom Weisskopf and Johnny Miller to capture another green jacket. Then, at 2.30 p.m., they will air the entire 2004 Masters that saw Phil Mickelson finally break through and win his first green jacket ever in Augusta history, ladies and gentlemen. Then, on Sunday, Easter Sunday for all you aficionados, mm-hmm. they will show Tiger Woods in his gallant uh, charge last year, holding off Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson in what was a very exciting green jacket thriller last year at the famed country club of Bobby Jones Boulevard and Magnolia Lane. So, folks, it's going to be interesting. But, John, a lot of these events have switched, including the Masters in November. What is your thoughts about the golf schedule now? Well, I'm still here. Yes, I understand. Go ahead. You were saying, go ahead. I said, wow. Yeah, it's it's crazy, folks. It really is. And, of course, we'll talk about that here in just a little bit. But in the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go to birthdays and dates with John. And when we come back, folks, we're going to talk about how WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2, did it live up to the hype? Was it worth watching? We will break it down with John and the rest of the gang here in just a few moments. But now our sponsors have to say that John is ready to give us the birthdays and dates. So let's get to him right now. While we're doing that, let's bring in the heartbreak kid at the same time, the one and only Fonzie. Fonzie, good afternoon. We are ready to start birthdays and dates with John. Uh And when we come back, we will have your thoughts about some of the stories I just broke as we started the show here this afternoon. So, John, the stage is yours, my friend. By all means, go right ahead. All right. Okay, here we go. 35 years ago today in Spartanburg, South Carolina, the Briscoe brothers defeated Wahoo McDaniel and Mark Youngblood to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. Yes. 28 years ago today, WWE presented WrestleMania 9 from Caesars Palace in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yes. It was uh, Yokozuna defeating Bret Hart to win the WWE Championship. And Hulk Hogan defeated Yokozuna in just 22 seconds to win the WWE Championship. Indeed. The fastest championship win 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, what else? 22 years ago today, RVD defeated Bam Bam Bigelow to win the ECW World Head Television Championship, and he held the belt for just over 700 days. This is incredible. show, Sin Cara made his WWE debut. And also on that undercard, John Morrison and Trish Stratus defeated Vicky Guerrero and Dolph Ziggler. Huh. Uh, four years ago today on Raw from Dallas, Texas, The Miz defeated Zack Ryder to win the WWE Intercontinental title. And also, we had some debuts. Apollo Crews and and yes, Enzo and Cass. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get some birthdays here. All right. I do have some too. Okay. Ooh, celebrity birthdays. I'll I'll talk about that. Yeah, please do. Robert Downey Jr. turns 54 years old. Happy birthday to him. Yep. Um, let me find wrestling, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, Heath Ledger would have been... Would have been, uh, would have been 41. Happy birthday to him. Yeah. And also on this day, which was 52 years ago today, we would lose Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yep. I'm going to try and see if I can find... The birthdays for April 4th. While you're doing that, I do have a couple of sports birthdays. Okay, Chelsea Green yes. turned 29 years old. Yep, happy birthday to her. Mm-hmm. And I do have some celebrity uh, sports birthdays. You want me to get into those? Yep. Happy 132nd birthday to the Gray Eagle, Tris, who, mm-hmm. believe it or not, Played for 21 years with the Boston Americans, the Philadelphia Athletics, the Cleveland Indians, and the Senators of Washington. He had a career batting average of 345, 3,514 career hits, 117 home runs, 1,529 runs batted in, 
a managerial record of 54% of 617 and 520, respectively. A three-time world champion, the American League MVP in 1912-1916, home run leader in 1912, RBI leader in 1923, Boston Red Sox Hall of Famer, Cleveland Indians Hall of Famer, inducted mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame of 82% of the bat in 1937, 792 career doubles, also managed the Indians for seven years, Blair, from the Indians, 1919 through 1926, that was the year of the Black Sox scandal. He, of course, played eight years with the Red Sox and slash American slash Red Sox, 1907 through 1915, as we said, the Indians for 10, the Senators for one and the A's of Philadelphia for tw- uh, one. He died in December of 1958, a lefty, however, as we said, however, in, uh, born in Hubbard, Texas, died in Whitney, Texas at the age of 70. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy 96th birthday, ladies and gentlemen, to former Brooklyn Dodgers superstar Gil Hodges, who died two days before his 48th birthday. The righty played for 20 years, however, batting 273 with 370 career home runs, 1,275 runs batted in, 650 and 753 as a manager, 46%. Overall, he played uh, from 1943 through 1961 mm-hmm. with the Dodgers, a year and a half with the Mets. Also managed your Washington Senators, John, for four years in the Mets of from 19 until 1971, an eight-time All-Star, however, 1949 through 55 and 57, three-time World Champion, three-time Gold Glove winner, hit four home runs in one game in August of 1950, a member of the New York Mets Hall of Fame, and of course his number 14 is retired, born in Princeton, Indiana, ladies and gentlemen, which I believe is near South Bend or Indianapolis, actually it's near Edmonton, I was near Indianapolis, but folks, he died two days before his 48th birthday on Easter Sunday, 1972, of a heart attack, and of course within a half hour hour he was gone i do have his bio i have a couple books of his actually of his bio and they're very very good books to read i must say now we will also say ladies and we forgot a couple other birthdays recently uh back on saint patrick's day we want to wish of course ladies and gentlemen happy late birthday to one of your guys john however believe it or not however slinging sammy ball who would have been 106 ladies and gentlemen he passed away in december of 2008 the former tcu uh Horn Fogg played 15 years with the Redskins. He also coached uh, the New York Titans, of course, formerly the, now known as the Jets for the first year and a half existence. The Houston Oilers in 1964. A two-time NFL champion, a pro bowler mm. in 51. Seven-time first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro twice. However, two-time NFL player of the year, four-time NFL passing leader, two-time NFL passing touchdown leader in 40 and 47. The four-time leader, of course, 37, 40, 47, 48. 47, 48 was the two-time NFL player of the year. Second team All Pro 38-39, Pro Bowler 51, two-time NFL champion 37-42, one of the 70 greatest Redskins of all time, and named to the All Anniversary Team of the 75th Anniversary. His number 33 has been retired. Three-time NFL passing leader 40, 45, 47, 40 and 47, two-time NFL passing touchdowns leader, and eight-time NFL complete completion percentage leader 40, 42, 43, and then 45 through 49. His number 45 at TCU has been retired. Second team All-American and consensus All-American in 35 and 36. He was named to the All-Decade team in the 40s. His career record, ladies and gentlemen, 187 of 203, 21,886 yards, 72.2 pass rating, 338 punts, a playing average of 45 power, and interceptions 31. So happy birthday to this gentleman that is slinging Sammy Baugh. Of course, he celebrates the same day as also mm-hmm. Mia Hamm, the soccer great, who is, of course, married to Nomar Garcia Pair, the former Boston Red Sox, and the king of golf, ladies and gentlemen, Bobby Jones, ladies and gentlemen, 
who started the all Eng- the uh, Augusta National Club. Mia Hamm turned 48, of course, uh, after attending the University of North Carolina. Played for the Washington Freedom in her senior career, however, ladies and gentlemen. She turned 48 also on St. Patrick's Day, born in Selma, Alabama, mm-hmm. as we said. And she also, ladies and gentlemen, played for the U.S. Believe Not National Team. Believe Not, as she had 276 appearances, I believe, and 150 GIs to show for it, which I believe is goals, if I'm not mistaken. But I believe she appeared 49 times with Washington, 95 in North Carolina from 89 through 93, and then 87 through 2004, 276 appearances, ladies and gentlemen, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. So happy birthday to all them back on St. Patrick's Day. Uh, before we go to Sunday, uh, real quick, however, ladies and gentlemen, we want to tell you, of course, don't forget to check out, ladies and gentlemen, Revolution tomorrow night, Wednesday night, and Friday night. One three eight zero five five pounds. John will be there, not here on Friday, but Tuesday and Wednesday, folks, will be there. John will be there also with the birthdays and dates. GTS and I will have your news headlines, too. And this sure. Friday, folks, we will have the championship match between Mitt Patel, the king of clubs, ladies and gentlemen, and a very unique uh, matchup as well. Speaking of the king of clubs, ladies and gentlemen, he is joining us now on the line as we say good afternoon to him as we say hello to you, Mitt. Uh, you've got John, myself, and Fonzie. John is going over the birthdays and dates. So uh, we will uh, get to you in just a few moments here with your thoughts, Howard, about some things, Howard, and Fonzie, I'll get your thoughts too. But, John, let's go back now to Sunday and see what we got as far as Sunday goes. Okay. 38 years ago today in Memphis, Tennessee, Andy Kaufman defeated Jerry Lawler by disqualification after Lawler used a then-banned pile driver on Kaufman. Yes. This, of course, did not stop Lawler from using said pile driver a second time on Kaufman. Andy had to be stretchered out of the Mid-South Coliseum 34 years ago today in Yokohama, Japan, Ricky Chusha defeated Stan Hansen to win the PWF Heavyweight Championship. Yes, indeed. 28 years ago today, WWE presented WrestleMania 7 from the Hoosier Dome in Indianapolis, Indiana. 62-167 were in attendance with three 90,000 homes watching on pay-per-view. Down from 4,000 WrestleMania 7. Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair to win the WWE Championship, and Bret Hart defeated Roddy Piper to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. We have that turned down all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, John. Sorry. One, 21 years ago today, WCW presented Monday Nitro from the MGM Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, Let's see. Goldberg, DDP, Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair fought to no contest in a World Heavyweight Championship match. 11 years ago, 11 years ago today, WWE presented WrestleMania 25 from Reliance Stadium in Houston, Texas. Yes. That was the match when we saw Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. It was a damn good match, I gotta say. Yep. All right. Happy 34th birthday to uh, Charlotte Flair. Woo! And happy 64th birthday to Diamond Dallas Page. Also, Yes. 
Also, happy 75th birthday to one of the Wild Samoan Sika. Today, five years ago, we lost New Zealand wrestler, trainer, and promoter Steve Ricard, better known to you all as Sidney Murphat, who trained the Bushwhackers of the Kiwi Sheepherders, Luke and Butch, at the age of 85. Happy birthday, of course, today to Renny Stennett, the ex-Pittsburgh Pirates, who played 10 years, power in the major leagues, 274, 274 batting average, 41 home runs, 432 runs batted in. Of course, he made his pro debut at the age of 19, ladies and gentlemen, so happy birthday to them. And also, today is a birthday of, let me tell you right now, former New York Giants superstar, Howard and Tampa Bay Buccaneer, now wide receivers coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Ike Hilliard, who today turns, believe it or not, 44, ladies and gentlemen. He also was a wide receivers coach with the Bills for a year, and also with the Washington Redskins, the Miami Dolphins, and the Florida Tuskers, believe it or not, of the United Football League. He also won the Ed Block Courage Award in 1998. First team All SEC of four ninety six, consensus All American that same year, three time SEC champion, a member of the Bowl Alliance National Championship, a member of the Florida Athletic Hall of Fame, and an SEC football legend. His career stats one hundred and five of one hundred and sixty one games started, five hundred and forty six <coughs> catches for a total of sixty three ninety seven, which averages out to eleven and a half per catch hour, thirty five career touchdowns. So happy birthday to both Mr. Hilliard and Mr. Stennett. Believe it or not. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. 41 years ago today, Abdul the Butcher defeated Jambo Tassarta to win the All Japan Pro Wrestling Championship Carnival. Yes. 35 years ago today, Ken Patero and Miss Masaseda are arrested in Waukesha, Wisconsin, following an incident where Patero threw a rock at a window outside of a McDonald's restaurant after being refused service after business hours. Yes. Uh, 23 years ago today, WCW presents Spring Stampede from the Tupelo Tupelo Coliseum in Tupelo, Mississippi. Yes. Yep. Uh, Nine years ago today, the Los Angeles Times reported that Vince McMahon was removing the World Wrestling from their company name in a rebranding effort. Uh, six years ago today, WWE presented WrestleMania 30 from the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans, Louisiana. Yep, where the streak had broken. Uh, the streak was broken. Yes, yes indeed, Matthew. You're right about that. And where we saw WrestleMania invade Bourbon Street in the French Quarter. Yes. Yep. Um. <clears throat> all right. Let me see if there's any birthdays. Yeah. Um, Paul Wood, birthdays today. Who is known as Ant Man in the Avengers. Yes. And Brett Boone, the former Brave yes. and Seattle Mariner. Yep. That's right. His birthday is today. You're right, Matt. And uh, also, right. I, he's thirty-one. He is thirty-one today. I do and have one. they also would have been the uh, the eighty-third birthday of Peter Maivia. Yes, the High Chief. Indeed, very good points, Sean. And I do have some others to report. Happy, of course, Mickey Cochran, the former Detroit Tiger manager and also Philadelphia Athletic, ladies and gentlemen, would have been 
117 today. He batted 320 with 119 Home runs, 830 runs batted in. Had a 58% winning average mm-hmm. as a manager, 348-250. He played from 1925 through 1937. Two-time All-Star, two t- in 34 and 35. 28 and 34, two-time AL MVP. Three-time World's Champion, 29, 30, and 35. Member of the Hall of Fame, 79.5% in 1947. Mm-hmm. He died tragically at the age of 59, known as Black Mike, ladies and gentlemen. Also, happy birthday, believe it or not, however, to Sterling Sharp, ladies and gentlemen, football superstar, who today turns into five. Sharp's older brother. Dennis Sharp's older brother, yes, you're right about that, Mid Five-time All-Pro, 89-92-93, three-time first-team All-Pro, three-time, I should say, an NFL receptions leader, Gamecocks number two, Jersey retired, a member of the Packers Hall of Fame, NFL receiving leader in 92, 595 catches for 8134 receiving, ladies and gentlemen, which averages out to my math here. 13 and a half for a catch, 65 career touchdowns at the University of South Carolina from Glenville, yeah. Georgia. Believe it or not, not far from Mid-Snath Woods, born in Chicago, six foot two oh five. Also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday to former Pittsburgh Pirate Minnesota Twin, ladies and gentlemen, Bert B. Home by 11, ladies and gentlemen, the 1979 World Champion. Uh, Bly 11, of course, won Game Three of the. Uh, the very critical game of the NLCS World Series, ladies and gentlemen. Born in Holland, ladies and gentlemen. He played, of course, for 22 years with the Angels, the Twins, the Texas Rangers, the Twins, and the, uh, like I said, the uh, those guys, however. Two-time All-Star in 73 and 85. Hall of Famer in 79.7 in 2011. Pitched a no-hitter in September 1997. Or, excuse me, 77. Member of the Twins Hall of Fame. Also had his number 28 jersey retired. AL strikeout leader in 85 and a two-time world's champion, ladies and gentlemen. He had a mm-hmm. career mark of 287 and 250, 330 ERA, and 3,700 punch-outs. So happy birthday to all them. Bly 11 today turns 69, ladies and gentlemen. So happy birthday to him. Now, before we get into anything else, let's give you the number again here for episode 235 or 6. I'm not sure what number we're on, but anyway, one 605 pounds we got the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, the Human Suplex Machine, the Heartbreak Kid and myself. We are expecting the King, Queen, Amanda, Shorty, Smith, and Michelle Lynn Dodds, the Empress, Amory Rickenbach, the JML Experience, the Big IQ, Jeff Tears, Mr. WCW himself, and hopefully Danny from Oak Park all joining us later on in the afternoon hour as we will be here for another hour and a half. Gentlemen, before we get into uh, the story of what happened, however, mind you, Let's just say this weekend. Let's talk about some of the stories that are going on. John and I talked about as we were coming on the air. And, Mitt, I'll start with you on the first story. There has been reports now saying that apparently, according to Russell Votes now, there has been reports saying that apparently WrestleMania might be pushed back to Tampa yet again. Apparently now they're saying after what happened this weekend, because of all the confusion and the chaos, they are now thinking about moving it to possibly 2022. Although I think Las Vegas should get a turn in hosting the tower, i got to ask you, what are your thoughts about WrestleMania 38 possibly coming back to Tampa? Who are you asking? You. I think it should be... I think it should be okay. If it's not necessary, they should do it a year after. That's my belief. But uh-huh. you're right. Las Vegas should get their turn. Yes, I agree. I agree. I think they could wait till Mania 39, personally, because I think with it being in L.A. next year, however, I think Vegas should do the following year, and then they can do 39. And if they really want to blow it out with a big extravaganza, number 40, you do it, of course, in the home of WrestleMania, and that is MSG. That's what I think. That's what you should do. Uh, Fonzie, what are your thoughts about this, however? 
better than what is this <laughs> instead of two nights. I think two nights was okay, but they make it next year like that. I think. Um, and then what you going to do with the NXT takeover? You're going to push that on Friday? Yeah. yeah that's Yeah. So, true. Um, it has happened before. That is true. Yeah. That's very, yeah. That's true. Good point. And, guys, we do have an update of what's going to be on NXT and AEW this week. We can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, they did tape the show last week at the One Fall Power Factory, ladies and gentlemen, in Norcross, Georgia, not far from Mitt's area. However, and ladies and gentlemen, we understand Chris Jericho will be on commentary with Tony Schiavone this week. Here are the matches that have been listed, ladies and gentlemen, so far. Lance Archer will be in action, ladies and gentlemen, however, in the AEW TV title tournament, ladies and gentlemen. I believe he will take on Dustin Rhodes. Cody, his younger brother, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, will take on the perfect hand, Ty Dillinger, Sean Spears. Okay, Mr. And yes, folks, bless you. And this match Thank has you. just been Woo. announced, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome. It will be Hikura Shida, ladies and gentlemen, the Japanese flying sensation, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Dr. Britt Baker after what happened last week between Baker and Shida. Shida is demanding payback on Baker in the worst way possible. So Mr. Adam Cole, ladies and gentlemen, will be back in the ring for the first time in about three weeks, ladies and gentlemen, in action. Meanwhile, on NXT, ladies and gentlemen, we got two great matches already listed, including the big finale, ladies and gentlemen. There must be a winner. No time limit. No uh, holds barred. Anything goes. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano, ladies and gentlemen, will take on Tommaso Chiappa. And then, of course, the big final, of course, we'll see who will become the new NXT Women's Champion after what happened, ladies and gentlemen, or should I say the new number one contender after what happened last night in night two of WrestleMania. Uh... Fonzie, I'll go to you with this next story, and then I'll get your thoughts as well before we start breaking down night one uh, and night two of us. I got news. Oh, okay. Uh, hold off on this, Fonzie. Yes, uh, Mitt, what do you got? So, Lars on the stream, Michael Cole has received a promotion. Hmm, interesting. Sweet. Interesting. <laughs> let's take a look on that. Yes, let's take a look on yeah, that. He, yeah, I, I, go ahead. Said, the, the veteran announcer was recently promoted to a New corporate title, vice president of announcing. Oh, I just saw that. Yes. Okay. Yes. According to reports, you're right. Yes, I'm reading this right now, ladies and gentlemen. And Vid is breaking this story in, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Mid. Yes, uh, I'm reading this story too. Yes, according to reports from uh, Joseph Lee of Forlorn Mania, and also our good friend the King of Clubs, Mid Patel, bringing the story, ladies and gentlemen. We do have some breaking news coming in. According to reports, and Mid, I'll get your thoughts in a minute on this, and then John, I'll get yours as well as Fonzie's. According to reports, PW Insider is reporting that WWE announcer Michael Cole has received a promotion. We'll get a new corporate title to go along with it. He's now the VP of announcing as this happened several weeks ago so congratulations to him he has been working with the company since 1997 and has been quote the voice of the WWE for several years now he also has a larger role behind the scenes as he hires mentors and produces the other announcers in the company uh let's get your thoughts on this uh big announcement that uh, apparently mr cole is receiving quite a promotion mitt your thoughts yeah he deserved he's been working his butt off no one yeah, we can criticize him, his style of announcing, yes. but he does, he has been working his butt off to get where he oh, is. No question, no question, I would agree. He's been there 23 years and well-deserved, I mean, yes, you're <laughs> right, I mean, we can criticize his announcing, no doubt about it, I agree with you, however, and uh, no question about it, he does deserve this uh, promotion. As far as announcing goes, I mean, yeah, there's some uh, questions about it, no question about it, I would agree with you there, but uh, nevertheless, I definitely... Uh, very unique, to say the least. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts uh, about Michael Cole's promotion? 
Sweet. At least they gave it to Michael Cole, not a Corey Graves. Seriously. Yeah. I, I would agree. Oh. I would definitely, <laughs> I would definitely agree. By the I way, Fonzie, what did you think about JBL returning on commentary? Yeah, that, that's honestly, a good point. I was, I was, I was <laughs> honestly, Mick. On that too. Yeah. Honestly, Mick, that's the, one of the best thing they ever did. Not Corey Graves, because he would have he would have deep throat everybody, especially yeah. the, the last Royal uh, WrestleMania 35 when uh, um, Shane McMahon versus The Miz, mm-hmm. and when Shane Shane pinned. The Miz, actually, but The Miz should have won. And yep. it was at the um, New York, uh, not New York, in New Jersey, where the Giants and the Jets play at. Yeah, my last team. Um, oh, the miracle on ice, whatever he said. Yeah, okay, because they got lucky on that. But thank God, uh, JBL with Michael Cole. I like that. Um. Thank God Corey Graves was not there with Michael Cole. Yep. No, uh, but yeah, JBL was okay. You know, but um, yeah, they did good. So yeah, good, good point. Very good point there. Both of you guys bring up good points. Uh, John, what are your thoughts about uh, the uh, promotion by Michael Cole and uh, what uh, Cole and uh, JBL did last night, as far as announcing? Donnie. Donnie, you there? I agree. Oh, okay. We couldn't, we couldn't tell. <laughs> okay. Uh, one thing I did hear also, guys, I don't know if you heard or not, how uh, I'll ask uh, Mitt and uh, John, John this real quick. And Fonzie, I know you know we have one here. Do any of you guys in your neck of the woods, both you and John respectively, Mitt, have an AMC movie theater? Like a studio, like a movie theater, an AMC movie theater. Do you have anything like that in your neck of the woods? John, do you? Uh, we don't have that. You don't have that. Mitt, do you have something like that in your neck of the woods? Yes, they're all AMC over here. Okay, well, <laughs> apparently, according to reports now I'm hearing, and this has been, I mean, I don't can't been able to confirm it yet, but they are discussing possible closing all AMC theaters for good. For good. So what are you going to do in, in replacement? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't know. They're still saying they're discussing that option right now, but I just heard that they're going to have a meeting the next week or two and discuss this plan. This plan, but there has been discussion right well, now. Well, remember, remember they just bought out Carmike this time. That's right. Oh, yes, they, yeah, a couple months ago. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And not to mention, Carmike is known in Columbus, in my town. Right. That's that's going to kind of uh, that's going to be interesting to see. We'll keep an eye on this story, but yeah. Apparently, you'll have to keep us up to date with what's going on down there. But yes, according to reports, AMC Movie Theaters right now, uh, headquarters is announced they are discussing an option. They're discussing plans, however, that they could be canceling. It says right here, I'm looking right now, it says if AMC folds and theaters close, what are, are we done going to? It says right now, it says it says with 11,000, I'll try to pull up the story here, um, uh, what they say here. Let's see. Yeah, it says here, uh, news. Hold on. Let's see. What I just had this here. Hold on a second. Uh, here it is. Yeah, it says, uh, right now, apparently, however, I guess, uh, AMC, let's see, uh, AMC, yeah, it says, obviously, they're going to close for 6 to 12 weeks. We know that. But it says here, this was five days ago. The CEO, Adam 
Iran said movie theaters could reopen by June, but now, according to reports from Joe Blow, J-O-B-L-O dot com, they're saying right now, as of now, AMC Theaters is the latest, largest theater chain in the U.S. with 600 locations worldwide. It came as a blow to the chain in many years when they were forced to go dark amid the COVID-19 pandemic, and despite Adam Arun saying he's optimistic they could reopen by mid-June. A new report is saying now that the brand may never recover from shuttering its doors. This is what he said earlier today. We expect AMC Entertainment Holdings, Inc.'s theaters will remain closed beyond June due to the impact of the global coronavirus pandemic. We do not believe AMC has sufficient sources of liquid to cover its expense excuse me, it's expected negative cash flows past midsummer. While unlikely we could raise the rate if AMC were able to secure additional liquid without further burning its capital structure, and if we expected the company would be able to generate substantial cash flow in 2021, this would likely require conclusive knowledge about the length of the theater closures and the view that the box office will return to normalized levels in 2021. Mitt, let's get your thoughts on this. What was that, Ethan? What the, the, the statement just said by uh, AMC Holdings. You want me to repeat the, repeat the uh, thing again? Yes, because I didn't. Okay. I was sure. focused on okay. something else. No problem. That's okay. Hold on. I'm going to pull that up. Okay. This is what apparently uh, Adam Marone, however, the CEO, said earlier today. This is according to an S&P Global report. We expect AMC Entertainment Holdings, Inc.'s or AMC theaters will remain closed beyond June due to the impact of the global coronavirus pandemic. We do not believe AMC has sufficient sources of liquid to cover its expected negative cash flows past midsummer. While unlikely we could raise the rating if AMC were able to secure additional liquid without further burning its capital structure, and if we expected the company would be able to generate substantial cash flow in 2021, this would likely require conclusive knowledge about the length of the theater closures and a view that the box office would return to normalized levels in 2021. Your thoughts? I really hope that's not true because in June, everybody wants to see um, the Black Widow. Right. Top Gun. Who's a big Marvel guy. Um, another fit, a good flick that's coming out for a lot of uh, action adventure people. But they yeah, like, no, they just move um, Black Widow and Mulan to later this year. So. Yeah, I think November, December. That sounds right. Yes, because Mulan was supposed to be due out in about three weeks. You're right. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. So I hope it's not true because what's going to replace AMC? Because there's no car right here in my town. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know there's a couple of AMC theaters here in Pittsburgh, I know. For a fact, I know one's out uh, near uh, the airport in Pittsburgh. Uh, there's one uh, over, in, uh, like I said, about 20, 15 minutes away from Fonzie and I, over at the waterfront in Homestead. And there's talk there also one in, like, uh, Robinson Township, PA. But uh, that would be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to keep an eye on that. Fonzie, what are your thoughts about AMC theaters possibly going dark? We don't have AMC, J.D. Yeah, we do. We don't with the waterfront. No, that's Lowe's. That's yeah, Lowe's either. But I think that's still part of the AMC theater chain. Right? I don't think so. Well, anyway. I don't Marvel, think so. You, but anyway, yeah, go on. Um, um, <laughs> that's pretty shocking. That's all i got to say. Yes. <laughs> I, would, I would definitely agree with you. I would definitely agree with you. But, folks, we're going to keep an eye on this story, and, of course, if we hear anything more, we will be sure to pass it along to you uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, 
We did hear, of course, ladies and gentlemen, uh, some people were talking about the big matches on Saturday and Sunday, which we're going to get into right now. But before we do, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a look at the weather and get everyone's weather right now here and where they're at right now. As we start off, of course, here in Pittsburgh, it's a gorgeous day here, 66 and sunny. Tomorrow, sun and clouds with a chance of rain. Rain on Wednesday, 63 and 69. Then 51 with sun and clouds and a chance of rain Thursday, 41 on Friday, but then 52 Sun and clouds Saturday, 56 with sun and clouds, and a chance of rain Easter Sunday, and then 52 on Monday, however, with rain. That is the way the weather looks like right now in Pittsburgh, but it is a gorgeous day here nevertheless. John's Neck of the Woods, a beautiful day down there, 68 in sunshine. Tomorrow will be rainy, however, 71, 75, respectively, and Wednesday, 63 with sun and clouds on Thursday. A chance of rain, 52 and 62, however, Friday and Saturday, 60 next Monday for John's Neck of the Woods, and then 64, however, on Easter Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, however, as far as what's going on, however, with a chance of showers, ladies and gentlemen, however, in, of all places, uh, front world. Meanwhile, Columbus, whoops, I just passed something up. I, I screwed up there. Ladies and gentlemen, down in our good friend, the King of Clubs neck of the woods. It is a beautiful, sunny, warm day. 88 in sunshine, ladies and gentlemen. While tomorrow, it'll be 80 and cloudy. A chance of rain Wednesday and Thursday, 82 and 84. Friday looks pretty good. Sun and clouds, 70 degrees. 75 in uh, rain on Saturday. 79 on Monday next week. And then 77, however, the chance of a shower or two maybe on Easter Sunday with a chance of sun and clouds as well. So it looks not, looks pretty good down your neck of the woods, Mitt. So that's really good to say the least. Let's tell you about some other places uh, going on, ladies and gentlemen, including the following. Uh, let's see, Toronto, ladies and gentlemen. GTS is neck of the woods. 55 and sunny, gorgeous day there in Toronto. 53 and cloudy tomorrow. 54 with sun and clouds. 48 with rain on Thursday. 47, however, with sun and clouds on Friday. Uh, Saturday, 48. 52 and rain on Easter Sunday. And then 51 with sun and clouds next Monday. So it looks good in Toronto, ladies and gentlemen. Palmyra, Virginia, the home of the Empress Inn. Excuse me, Palmyra, Virginia. I almost said Empress. I would say the Black Widow, Michelle Lindards. It is 74 and cloudy. 75 with sun and clouds tomorrow. 79 and rain on Wednesday. 72 with a chance of showers with sun and clouds on Thursday. 58 on Friday with sunshine. 63 on Saturday. 67 on Monday next week, however, with sunshine. And 66, however, with a chance of sun and clouds, however, with a late day shower on Easter Sunday. Meanwhile, Jacksonville, Arkansas, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the home of the Empress Amory Rickenbach. There is where I'm going with that story, ladies and gentlemen. It is 78 and cloudy right now. 82 tomorrow with sun and clouds, however, the chance of a late-day shower. 85 and warm on uh, Wednesday. 69 on Thursday. 67 with sunshine, however, on Friday. 67, 64 with late-day shower Saturday and Sunday. But then 66 again, however, on Monday with sun and clouds. So it looks pretty good in Jacksonville. Meanwhile, Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, the home of our fearless leader, Mr. WCW himself, Chad Hinshaw. It is 81 and mostly cloudy, a beautiful day today. Tomorrow it's going to be even better, 78 with sun and clouds, 82 on Wednesday, same thing, 74 on Thursday, 64 on Friday, 68 on Saturday with sun and clouds, 71 on Monday, and then 66 with some showers on Easter Sunday, but it looks pretty good for your Easter services there in Trinity. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, the home of our good friend, the one and only Rattlesnake, Anel Patel, ladies and gentlemen, Howard, we will give you the story, Howard, what would be a very nice day in Tampa, which I would have been down there right now. It is 83 and cloudy, but tomorrow, 85 and 82, respectively, sunshine galore, 82, 81, and 79, Thursday through Saturday, 84 and a chance of rain on Sunday, and then 80 and decent on Monday with a late day shower or two on Monday. So there you go. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want to tell you not only that, that the Weather Channel, excuse me, not only 
Uh, we have the Weather Channel sponsored to you by, but we also have Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Well, right now you can get all DVDs with or without cases. However, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we take a bite out of the cost to bring you the best selection ever. Right now you can check out the best movies out there, including Borat, Bad Boys 2, Blade, Starship Troopers, The Girl Next Door, Scarface, The Rundown, mm-hmm. Hitch, Castaway, Super Troopers, The Rock, Know Your Role, Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back, Ocean Swallow, Saving Private Ryan, Basic, We Were Soldiers, To End All Wars, American Pie, Men of Honor, Heat, Meet the Parents, Ocean's Eleven, Training Day, and so much more, including 27 dresses, which, by the way, I understand Mr. WCW has gone rid of some of those 27 dresses in his closet. We will be sure to check on that here in just a little bit, as we hope to hear from him relatively shortly. But, guys, we're going to get into now the WrestleMania discussion, however, from night one of two, ladies and gentlemen, to give you our thoughts, however... Ladies and gentlemen, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We're ready to break it down for you X's and O's here on what was a very interesting night, ladies and gentlemen, here at WrestleMania, live this week from the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. With that said, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about what happened on the show. We begin, of course, ladies and gentlemen, with night number one and then begin with night number two. Here is part one of two during the night. Our first match of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, on part one, however, was the Swiss Superman, ladies and gentlemen, taking on Drew Pepperjack Gulak. Mitt, I'll start with you on this one. Your thoughts about Cesaro defeating Drew Gulak to start off night one. Um, predictable, but yes, I didn't have any expectations of this. I would agree. I would agree. Fonzie, what about you? Cesaro beating Drew Gulak. Uh, what, Cesaro beat Drew Gulak? Yes, Drew Gulak, Yes. Uh, but that's all I gotta say on that. Okay, and John, your thoughts about uh, Cesaro and Gulak? Same. All right, thank you very much, guys. All right, up next, John, I'll go to you with this one. Your girl Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross regaining the women's titles against the Kabuki Warriors, Kari Sane and Asuka. I think it's time that Asuka and Kari Sane leave. Okay, good thoughts there. Uh, Mitch, your thoughts? I disagree. I think Kyrie will be leaving, but not Oscar. Oscar means too much to the All right, the full horsewoman. Yeah, very, very good point. Very good point indeed there. And Fonzie, your thoughts? Finally. The Kabuki Warriors finally lose their attacking titles. Thank God. Um, yeah, so... Okay. Good points again, guys. All right. Uh, Fonzie, I'll start with you in this next one. Elias defeating King Corbin. Your thoughts about this one? Uh, Everybody thinks King King Corbin was going to walk away with this without Elias. Elias was questionable with his uh, whatever, his illness, whatever. you know, what a scary fall. I think it was that fall he took. Yeah. Um, and week before, yes. And uh, who who comes out? Elias. Yes. And uh, um, Barry Corbin was crying the whole entire match. Uh, he got what he deserved. So, yes. Yeah. Elias okay. won. <laughs> All right. Uh, John, your thoughts about Elias and Corbin? I got two. I got a few words to say about that. Yes. <laughs> Who wants to walk? 
with a lion. Good point. Very good point indeed. Um, nobody want to walk with the lion. Nope. Everybody want to walk with the king of clubs. Yes. <laughs> and Mitt will go to you. What do you think about Elias and Corbin? I was a little surprised that Dirty let Elias beat Corbin the way it was. Uh-huh. Initially, this is why I said Gronkowski was going to win on right. John Paul. Mm-hmm. I right. thought it was going to be some injury angle with Elias. Yep. Cape Fave wise. And then Gronkowski get involved and beat Corbin. Yes. But that, that didn't happen. Yes, good, good, good thoughts indeed. I was surprised Elias actually did compete hard in this match. I was really surprised, like you all were, how I did not think he was going to be clear to wrestle in time, but he did. Go figure. Uh, Mitt, we'll start with you on the next one. Becky versus Shane. To me, this was one of the surprises of the first night. Your thoughts mm-hmm. about Becky and Shayna? I am not mad that Becky retained, but yep. Shayna should have yep. won it. I agree. But my only guess why Becky retained is to keep the feud going. That's my assumption. Yes. I've heard that, and I've also heard some rumblings that possibly Ronda Rousey could be on her way back soon at some point before the summer, or sometime during the summer. We'll have to wait and see. John, your thoughts about Becky and Shayna? As far as I'm concerned, there should be a rematch between these two. I would agree. I would agree. Good thoughts. Bonzi, would you agree with that? And what are your thoughts about Becky and Shayna? Hmm, let me see. <laughs> someone pick, someone pick against Becky Lynch. Yes, I'll make Oh, I'm that's a... JD, huh? Yes. He lost. I lost this one. Ah. Uh-huh. The man walked out, walked in with the champion, and walked out with the champion. But this was a He's good. He's not match. the man. He's not the man. He's the sea man. Yes. <laughs> very, very good point. Uh, yeah. yeah. Good, good, good point, Mitch. Very good point uh, there. They, I think this should be a rematch. Yeah. And if not, then we'll see uh, Bianca Belair. She made an impact last night. We could. Night. We could. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. Good point, though. Yeah. So. All right. Good points. All right. John, you get the next one, obviously, however. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. It was boring. Bit? Yeah, and this is where I thought Drew, Drew Gulak was going to cause Bryan the opportunity. Uh-huh. But that, that didn't happen. Yep. Yeah, I thought so, too. I thought so, too. I really did. I would agree with you there. Fonzie, your thoughts about Sammy pulling off a cheap win against Daniel Bryan? Uh, we knew that. We knew about his help. His two yep. other boyfriends. Uh, yep. Was Sorry, Nakamura. Yep. Yeah. Um, Nakamura. And uh, yeah, I think I think Daniel Bryan should get a rematch. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody in the ringside. Not even yep. Drew Golak. Yep. If they show up. Just continue Sami Zayn and give the winner to Daniel Bryan automatically for okay. if interference or yep. anything. Right. So, good yeah. Yep, good points. Very good points. All right. Uh, 
Next, we'll go to who did I who did I start with first on the Becky one, and then I went to I went to John. Uh, I think I went. You went to John Jeff. with Becky, then you went Mick with, Mick, uh, with Sammy. Sammy. Yeah, Sammy, you're right. Okay, you're right. Bonds, you get this next one. John Morrison defeating Uso and Kofi Kingston. Your thoughts about the latter mm-hmm. match? This was good, and yep. uh, Morrison pulled out. One out of his ass. <laughs> hey, it's the Tuesday night. Hey, it's the Friday night delight. Don't you disrespect yeah. the Domino Sexy, the guru of greatness. He was out there. I know. Uh, but uh, I think I think the Usos and the New Day should get a rematch with the the Miz and Morrison. Honestly, it's possible. It's possible. Honestly, because because they had an opportunity to get it. So, yep, and they got robbed. It's they got possible. robbed and snazzy. Yeah, it's <laughs> possible, but, but it's it's possible. It's possible, but I'll tell you, yep. this was one of the better matches of the night. This was actually one of the few good matches of the first night. I would have to say, and mm-hmm. I said this before. Uh, John, your thoughts about Morrison defeating Uso and Kofi? Good triple threat ladder match. Well said. Admit your thoughts. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. But what was that? Was Kofi Kingston hair? I don't know. That's a good question. I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering that myself. Good point. Good point. I was thinking that. It looked, like a, I was thinking that it looked like he used a, a footy pebbles to dye his hair. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was thinking that too. I was thinking that too. Good point. <laughs> I said, you're right. It did look like it. Very good point indeed. So the booty delicious or booties. Booties. Booties, yeah. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. All right. We'll start with you this time, Howard. Owens and KO and uh, Seth Rollins. We saw the ring bell come into play, and then uh, Owens called Rollins back. The Monday Night Messiah gets beat, Howard. And what a spot this was by Owens. He's like he didn't break his back or crack any ribs here, but I'm sure he did. What a fall this was. Owens finally got his mania moment and beat the Monday Night Messiah. Your thoughts about Owens and Rollins? Before I go into that, I'm going to read what I just read. Please, go ahead. Um, is it the finish of Basler? It was, um, they're not clear they're going to continue to fight between Basler and Lance, but it's potentially Basler and Bianca for the next pay-per-view. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so Basler and Be- uh, Bianca Belair. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, this is very interesting. Let's get your thoughts on this. Uh, your thoughts about this uh, surprise, how our twist of Shayna. Mick? Man, are you there? Um, okay. About Shayna, what I just read? Yes. Yeah, let's hear your thoughts, please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the only match was really good. I loved it when he went to the Titan Tron and did the fall, you know, the dive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we saw this type of thing last year with The Miz doing it to the best. In the world. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Very good thoughts. Very good thoughts indeed. Uh, and then your thoughts about the story you just broke too. I'm just going to let... I won't have no comment. Just let it play out tonight to see what happened. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. I think Thank that's you. the best approach to do. Yeah. I would agree. 
Very good thoughts indeed. Fonzie, what about your thoughts about what Mitchell said in the story involving Bianca and Shayna in the Owens-Rollins match, in your opinion? Well, the Owens match? Yes. Owens 2? Yep. Seth Rollins 0. Yep. <laughs> he won by disqualification, and yep. he won by... Uh, no hold part. Uh, no hold bar. <laughs> yep. Sorry, uh, sorry, Caressin. Um, they are going to continue the feud between Basil and Lynch. My bad. Uh, okay, okay, okay. That's what I thought. Okay, thank you, Mitt. Go ahead, Fonzie. Uh, no, that's what I said. Uh, Owens two, Seth Rollins zero. So okay. Can you make another three at WrestleMania? You could have made an, it. could have did another third match, and Owens could have won fucking three and zero, three matches in three nights in a one night. night. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, and um, what now? What Mick said now? He changed it. What was it? Yes. Good, Mick. Tell him I'll be right back. Okay. You know something, John and Fonzie? I find something yeah. very funny about this. In this moderation, everybody is getting offended about everything, correct? You know, yeah. about everything and anything. I'm surprised no one complained about Seth Long trying to portray the Jesus Christ type of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm really surprised I... nobody's complaining about that. The way this moderation nah. society is nowadays. Yep. No, but I would, I would talk about that on John podcast later tonight. Um, yeah, that match was really, really fun to watch. I enjoyed it. I don't know if they're going to continue the feud, but we'll see tonight. Mm-hmm. What uh, what you said about Shayna Baszler and uh, Bianca Belair or whatever you said? Um, they they all plans to continue the feud between Shayna and Becky. Or money in the bank. Yeah, that's, mm. that's a very good possibility. Very good point. Yeah, I never know about tonight. But you know what? But that's something stupid. We just yeah. heard not long ago that money in the bank is canceled. Yeah, that's what I up. said. Yeah, they, they did. They did a, yeah, they did advertising last night and yeah, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. And I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, we do have another match also listed for this week that everyone's going to be listed to hear. This match also just coming in moments ago from Tony Khan. According to reports, it will be Tony, Tony Khan has announced Kenny Omega will team up with Michael Nakazawa. The hangman, hangman Adam Page has not been cleared this week. They will take on, ladies and gentlemen, the best friends with Orange Cassidy, Trent, and Chucky T. So another match has been listed for this week, however. So some pretty good matches this week, however, ladies and gentlemen, however. As they taped 22 to 26 matches, however. And Jericho did commentary for 7 to 8 hours during the taping. So, folks, that is going to be coming up this Wednesday on Dynamite. Uh, to answer the Mick uh, thing, um, Mick and John and JD, I'm going to be honest with you. Tonight, you might see a triple threat match. The man, yeah. uh, Shayna Baszler, and Bianca Belair on Monday Night Raw tonight, or SmackDown, or Money in the Bank. Who knows? But uh, mm. 
I have a str- I have this weird feeling that Bianca Belair is going to have a rematch with Becky Lynch, and who shows up? Bianca Belair in the ring. Um, and don't forget what Bianca, Bianca, Bianca also had also had a little bit of issues last time with Selena Vega too. Don't forget. Yeah, so, last, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, very good points there, guys, from both of you guys. Very good points indeed. Yeah. Uh, John, let's get your thoughts on this uh, basically uh, match hard that happened to Taylor and Seth Rollins last night. What match? Taylor and Seth Rollins. Uh, it was pretty good. And your thoughts about the feud continuing between possibly Becky and uh, Shayna? Uh, that should be a good match. Do you think they'll continue at Money in the Bank? Do you think they'll continue on Raw? I mean, what's your take? I think they'll continue on Raw. See? Could be. You never know. Good points, guys. Very good points indeed. All right. And then we go to the next match. And I'm trying to think. Who went last? Uh, who? I'm trying to think. Who? I think. Uh, who went on this one? I can't remember who went last on this one. Uh, I don't know, JT. Ned, I think it was you, right? I think so. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was. That sounds right. Okay, John, we'll go to you next, however, uh, basically. Your thoughts about Braun Strowman defeating Goldberg here in our next match? <laughs> wow, that was an amazing match. Mm, yeah, <laughs> short and to the point. Short and to the point. Very good. That is amazing as going to be when I beat Fonzie on Friday. Yes, I meant that. That's right. I was talking about that right before you came on, as you were coming on, mate. Yes, this Friday, folks, in case you're wondering, the big matchup is this Friday between the King of Clubs, ladies and gentlemen, and the Heartbreak Kid. There will be a special guest referee in the, uh, this match, and I'm calling it down the middle, gentlemen. It will be the King of Clubs, ladies and gentlemen, taking on the Heartbreak Kid, which will no doubt be a very intense match this Friday night on Revolution. Don't you dare miss it. The fun begins just after 9 o'clock. Hello, J.D. I'm not you facing no one. Yeah, you are. You and Minna face. Oh, stuff. yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, I'm the referee this week, remember? I got the referee That's duty. right. That's right. Yep. Well, we got our match, me and you, buddy, because you lost. You picked you picked Shauna Baszler over your man. Yes, I think we uh, had that match. Uh, uh, I think that's match is either tomorrow. <laughs> I think that's I think that's tomorrow or Wednesday. You're right. I do have that. I do uh, I have to. Oh, my bet. Yeah, so you're right. I do have that match coming up. I have that coming up to tomorrow or Wednesday. You're right. We'll discuss on Revolution. You are right on that. I, I forgot about that. You're right. I do have that match coming up with you. All right. Uh, let's get your thoughts, however, on this one between Goldberg and Braun before you hear Mitt's answers about this one. Your thoughts about Goldberg and Braun. Hmm. Uh, three spares. Yep. Actually, four spares. Yep. Got out of one count. Yep. Did... Um, then, uh, the, the main, the big, the big, uh, the monster got, got the hands on Goldberg. Yep. The palace them. Not once, yeah. not twice, not three, four times. And the fourth time was one, two, three, good night. And see you later, Goldberg. <laughs> yep. So, but, um, like I what I want to say is, uh, who's going to stop Braun Strowman now? Who's going that's to step good, up? Yeah, that's a good point. Who's that's going to beat him too? Either, first of all, second, who's going to step up? Is it going to right. be Brock Lesnar? I, if I had so, to 
choose. I would say the Bray Wyatt, the Fiend. Yeah, he already lost to Goldberg. He lost to Goldberg. Yeah, remember, but, but, he remember, could go after, but he could go after a rematch, though. Don't forget. But remember, the Fiend, Bray Wyatt himself, never had a feud with Bond. That's true. That's very true. He's right. He's very yeah, right about that. Yeah, yeah. Good point, man. That's a very good point, though, indeed. Yes. Well, let me ask you guys yeah. this: How are with one word answer all of you? And Matt, I'll start with you, and then I'll get John Fonzie's answer too. Is this Goldberg's last chapter? Do you feel? Knowing WWE, no. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, what do you think? Is this Goldberg's final ride? It was a final li- ride. Why would it make Goldberg a champion over Bray Wyatt? You know what I'm saying? Good point. A good point indeed. He hold that only not even two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was about close to a month. You're right. That sounds right. Yeah, and you know, but yes, that's a good point. No, I don't see it. Yeah, I don't see that. Don, what are your thoughts? Is this Goldberg's last chapter? I think it is. Braun thinks it is, okay. And Mitt, uh, I did not get your thoughts on Braun and Goldberg, however, so go ahead, please. Um, question, finally, it was three spears, and then the cover, and then another spear. And then the yeah. was like, power slam after power slam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Thank you, Mitt. Why they're doing that with Thanks, Goldberg Mitt. in all the matches. It's starting to get annoying since he returned. Yeah. I really don't get that. I'm glad they didn't get him to do the jack him on Braun. He would fuck himself up for doing it. Oh, yeah. His back would be screwed up, yeah. But why are they doing that to him? Doing spear after spear, then cover. I don't get that. That's that's a good point. That that's a very that's a very that's very that's a very good point you bring up both up. I mean, you bring up and I mean everyone's talking about the same thing. You're right. I, I don't get that either. I I don't I understand it either. I think it's ridiculous. I agree. I think he should just hang it up while he can. I mean, I kind of agree with John a little bit about him hanging up, but like you both said, uh, Ponzi admit uh, he might still have a little left in the tank, but who knows. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. But as far as, uh, yeah, doing the jackhammer thing, I don't understand that either. I think that was smart. I agree with you, Mitt Howard. If he would have done that, his back would have been screwed up big time, and then maybe even worse, besides messed up power. I think he might have maybe maybe, fractured, maybe cracked a few ribs, maybe separated or, uh, like I said, separated some ribs or cracked a few ribs along the way. I don't know. But, I mean, personally, it would be interesting to see what happens. But, I think he was smart, Howard, not trying to jackhammer or anything like that, because if he did, I mean, considering how big Braun is, like 360, 380 in weight, I mean, he'd have a tough time picking him up. I mean, we've seen him in the past pick up other guys like Big Show and uh, Lesnar and all those guys, but I'll tell you, I mean, it's just scary. I mean, he's scary straight. It's scary just to watch, but the way Bill Goldberg is, like in his early, like mid to late 50s, how, or mid 50s or late 40s, early 50s, I don't think he can do it no more, at least in my opinion, but you saw what he did, of course. However, he lifts him, lifts him up not too much. How he lifts him up a little bit, but I mean, he's not the same guy he was 10, 15 years ago when he was the first dominant guy in WCW. It's just not that. I mean, he can do the spear fine, but as far as the jackhammer and that, yeah, it's going to be tough to do against bigger guys like you said, Braun, KO, possibly Big Show, Lesnar, 
Uh, maybe even McIntyre. Who knows? He already did it, Lenzer, J.D. That's true. Remember that? He already That's did right. it. You're right. You're right. But, still, <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, do you look at Goldberg now? I mean, he's a dad. He's a husband and everything like that. At the end of the day, how, I just don't know how much more he has left in the tank. But again, guys, mm-hmm. to each their own. We'll see good points from all of you guys so far this afternoon in the analysis. I appreciate that. All right. Let's go now to the main event for night <laughs> one of or two, ladies and gentlemen, the Boneyard match. Ladies and gentlemen, The Undertaker still has a streak. And yes, he put Allen AJ Styles into the ground, six feet deep. To me, this was the match of the night. And uh, I'm trying to think who went with Braun last. Uh, who did I pick last to do good with Braun? Do I remember? Does anyone remember? I think John did. Okay. No, uh, John. It was John? Okay. Fonzie, yeah. I'll start with you about the Boneyard match. Taker and AJ closing out night one. Your thoughts? Well, did, a- did AJ Styles realize he got his mouth full of dirt and shit in his mouth? Finally, he got his shit down on his mouth. Yep. And you know what? Yeah, we saw... The badass, the Undertaker. We saw the other Undertaker came from behind in the bulldozer, and AJ Styles shit himself on a chair in the seat. He didn't know what to do. Um, and yeah, and the Undertaker. You don't mess with the Undertaker's family, first of all. Second, you don't mess his girl's sight, okay? Buried alive match, all right? And uh, I don't know we're going to see AJ Styles again. We probably not because, you know, he should have kept his mouth shut, you know, and said he's the man in the world, whatever he is. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. He just got buried six feet under. And put AJ Styles tombstone that says whatever his year he was born and the date he died, and which is Saturday, <laughs> April fourth, four yep. twenty. Okay, and yep. yes, that's and he came out with the he came out with the Metallica song, yep, which was great. In a in a Harley Davidson, he looked like a badass. Like like uh, before, after he was you know, the Undertaker, yeah. the Undertaker. Yeah. And uh, he came out with the badass, and he left with the badass. <laughs> yep. So yeah. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. This was great. Scary match yep. too. It was in the dark. It was in the dark too. So yep. you got to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Good but, point. Good, yeah. good point. What would you what would you rate what would you rate this on a scale of one to ten on the first night? I gave this a five out of ten. Well between okay, the the first the first match we can throw that in the garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh no the kickoff show was Drew Gulak, wasn't it, J D? Yes, yes, yes it yeah. was. Yes. Then the first match was the Bookie Warriors versus Alexa right. Bliss. Right, 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 yes, uh, yes. Then yes, the yes. second match, you could have... 
throw down in the garbage. The second but match. But just overall in general. I'm just saying overall in general. Uh, I'm going to say seven and a half out of ten. We okay. Saw, the second match went down the garbage. And we yeah, knew Braun Strowman was going to beat Goldberg. Yeah. yeah whatever, yeah. but... Yeah. So some of that. So I'll ten out ten. Okay. Good thoughts indeed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, John, your thoughts about this match and your rating on a scale of one to ten on night one. <laughs> to me, that was match of the night. Yes. <laughs> yes. And what would you uh, rate this on a scale of one to ten? Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Mm. Good, good, good thoughts there, Don. Thank you very much. Mitt, you have the final call. Your thoughts about the match and the rating on a scale of 1 to 10. Yeah, this was, I would say, this is the second best Undertaker match in WrestleMania behind Sean and him from 25. I agree. Yep. Um, rest in peace to Luke Gallows, who literally got murdered in a yep. match. Mm. Um, yeah, it was pretty good, especially when Taker was asking an agent, like, what is my name, what's my wife's name? Oh, that's yeah. yeah. A really good match. Yeah. Go ahead, please continue. Sorry about that. Go ahead. Yeah, it was, it was a really good match. Something I could watch again. Definitely. Good points indeed. And what would you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10? Hmm. Eight and a half. Eight and a half. Ooh. All right, guys. Not wow. bad. That's pretty good. Eight. Eight and a half. All right. All right, guys. There you have it. Night one, ladies and gentlemen, of the two nights, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. We're going to continue on, ladies and gentlemen, now as we trudge on to night two, ladies and gentlemen. But before we do, we'd like to say hello to all of our friends at the Hop House, the bartenders, of course, and our regular tower who listen to us every Monday, ladies and gentlemen, on Talk Show, of course, ladies and gentlemen. They are Dayton, Casey, Missy, Jen, Nikki, and company. We hope to see you guys very, very soon. And our regulars, of course, who always listen to us there, including Pat, Maureen, Chuck, ladies and gentlemen, Dwayne, and the rest of the gang, including Matt, Jason, Brad, Brian, and Brad, ladies and gentlemen, and Dave. Guys, the Iceman says hello to all of you guys as well, and hope you guys are enjoying listening to our show. All right, now, let's get to night two, ladies and gentlemen, and begin it, ladies and gentlemen. And this time, we're going to go in in reverse order, of course, uh, who did the pre-show match last time. We're going to start it off with Mitt this time. Fonzie will go last this time. John will go second, and then I will go as well. So, Mitt, you have the honor of going first here in night two. Liv Morgan versus Natalia here in the pre-show. Your thoughts about this in night two? Yeah, it was an okay match. I would have watched... Chad versus Fonzie in the pre-show. <laughs> Good thoughts. Good thoughts indeed. Okay. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts about Liv and Natty? This was a surprising match. Yes. I didn't know Natalia and Liv Morgan was going to be on the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I think these two girls should get one another a big hug. Because I think, yeah. you know this was a good match between these two girls, mm-hmm. but um, you know, yeah, this was a surprising. That's when I called you, Daddy. I thought there were, you know, I didn't know this match was gonna be 
<laughs> admitted or yeah. uh, accepted. Right. So, yeah. Very good point. Yeah. Very good point indeed. Good points indeed. And uh, John, your thoughts about this one? Yeah, it was pretty good. Very good thoughts. Okay. Very good thoughts there, guys. All right. And uh, we'll start with mid again. However, our next match, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Charlotte, of course, the new NXT Women's Champion. Your thoughts about this one? Honestly, even though I don't agree with the outcome, it was a hell of a match overall. Yes, and I would definitely agree with you there. I would agree with you there. Fonzie, your thoughts about Charlotte and Rhea? Like you said last huh? night, J.D., when you called me. Yep. You really want uh, Charlotte to be NXT for the second time? Yeah. Why you have Rip- Rhea Ripley holding that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You should have uh, 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 Shayna Baszler rematching Rhea Ripley mm-hmm. because that's who she took the title off. Yeah. First of all, and I think you're going to see a rematch Ripley, or you're going to see Shayna Baszler going after NXT. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, very good point, very good point. And, uh, Don, your thoughts about this one? <sighs> Agreed. Yes, very good point indeed there, guys. All right, however, ladies and gentlemen. And what about you, J.D.? What about I, you? I, I, see, I, I, I agree with what Myth says. I don't, and I agree with you too, Fonzie. I don't think Charlotte needs mm-hmm. the belt back again. I really don't. But if they're going to bring Rhea up to the roster like Bianca Belair, so be it. But if not, how then? I don't know why you took the belt off her after three months. I just don't get it. I don't get it at all. Now, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some other breaking news to report, ladies and gentlemen. According to reports, actor Jay Benedict, best known for his role in the movie Aliens and also The Dark Knight Rises, ladies and gentlemen, passed away early this morning, however, at the age of 68 due to the dreaded flu bug. Benedict, of course, played the father of... Uh, the actress played Newt in Aliens and Rich Twit in The Dark Knight Rises. He was also, uh, believe it or not, on the long-running series Emmerdale, which began airing in the U.K. since 1972. He leaves behind his wife Phoebe Schofield and sons Freddie and Leopold. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly mm-hmm. with their family. In fact, Pierce Bronson made a statement earlier this evening, Howard slash earlier this afternoon, posting a tribute to his good friend, Mr. Benedict, and said the following about Jay's passing. My dearest friend Jay, brother in this life, has passed on. We were friends for many years, 40 years in all. This is a photo taken last May outside the stage store of the Lyric Theater on Shaftesbury Avenue in London. He and I played brothers in a production of Philomena. Life was so much fun with him off stage and on. We always laughed a lot at the world around us and ourselves. We also saw the funny side of life always and were friends to the very end. However, I will miss you, my brother. Godspeed. Love you always. Pierce. So our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Jay Benedict's friends and family tonight. No question about it. Also, ladies and gentlemen, over the weekend, we lost former New Orleans Saints kicker Tom Dempsey, who kicked the longest field goal in history. He passed away suddenly yesterday at the age of 82, and our thoughts and prayers are with the Dempsey family as well. Dempsey, of course, as you well know, played for the New Orleans Saints, ladies and gentlemen. Back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he had been battling other health issues, ladies and gentlemen. As well, ladies and gentlemen, of course, he played for the New Orleans Saints, the Philadelphia Eagles, the Rams, the Houston Oilers, the Bills, attending San Diego High School and played college 
at Palomar uh, College, ladies and gentlemen. He was a Pro Bowler and First Team All Pro in 1969, a member of the Saints Hall of Fame. He made 89.5% of his field goals, or PATs, mm-hmm. I should say, 61% of his field goals. But again, our thoughts and prayers are with uh, Dempsey's uh, family, of course, most notably his wife, Carlene, and three children, as well as his little girl, Ashley. He, of course, tested positive for the COVID-19 uh, pandemic recently, about two weeks ago, and was one of 15 residents at a senior residence to test positive for the virus. He tragically passed away, as we said, yesterday afternoon at the age of 73. Our thoughts and prayers are certainly with Dempsey's friends and family and teammates formally today. Up next, ladies and gentlemen, another interesting match, however, as now I will go to John for this next one, however, unless uh, I think I got, John, your answer on Charlotte and Rhea, right? Yes. And Matt, I got yours too, and Fonte, I got yours too, so we're going to go to John next, however, for this next one. Alistair Black defeating Bobby Lashley with Lana. Your thoughts about this one, John? Eh, it's all right. Mitt, your thoughts? <laughs> um, no comment. Uh, Fonzie, your thoughts, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole entire time we heard fucking Lana bitching. Mm-hmm. Do he did a job, and he got what he got. One, two, three. Goodbye. See ya. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. He did a good I... job already. He did a good job. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree, and I think, and I, and I think this is the be- and I hope this is the beginning of the lawn, the end of Lana and last. We'll have to wait and see, folks. Mm-hmm. Again, we will hopefully hear from some other people very, very soon, including our fearless leader. Captain WCW himself from Trinity, North Carolina. Don't say, say it. I'm, I'm just saying. There's a Don't positive. say it, JD. I'm, I'm not saying. Let's go to the I'm next saying, match. I'm saying positive. I'm saying something match. positive. I'm saying something <laughs> yeah, positive, yeah. guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, see? There Told you, you go. Hey, I think I'm positive. Not bad. And it's 27 questions, guys. Give me credit a little. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, join us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, from Trinity, North Carolina, ladies and gentlemen. He has finally gotten most of his 27 dresses out of storage, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just say he has folded them in half, how I sent them a pack, and ladies and gentlemen, over to Ric Flair's house, ladies and gentlemen, where he will be definitely partying with Ric Flair, hopefully once this whole craziness ensues and ends, however, with also the queen herself, Charlotte Flair, which again, as we said, did not deserve to win the NXT title, but back by popular demand, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the air, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. WCW himself, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Chad, good afternoon. <laughs> but yes, 
All right. Well, well we're that's just all I got to say. That's all I got to say about your, about your last statement there. You guys, welcome. Uh, uh, thanks for having me here. Uh, very good indeed. Yes. yes. Well, one thing we we just got finished on with night one. Of course, we're going to talk about we got finished talking about night one. I did report, of course, uh, earlier today. There's been reports now saying, and I want to get your thoughts on this quickly before we get back into uh, talking about it. Uh, obviously, there has been discussion that there could be a chance to have WrestleMania in Tampa again. According to Forla Mania, we understand from our friends at Forla Mania, they are reporting how. Our, let's just say that right now Tampa could be hosting the store the show. This is the report from Joseph Lee. Tampa Bay, despite uh, not hosting WrestleMania 36 this year as the pandemic shut things down all across the world, a new report by WrestleVote suggests that Tampa could end up with the event, after all, with WrestleMania 38 and 22. It notes that the city is still eager to, quote, host and that the legwork is done. Midnight thought that Las Vegas should get their turn and that they should be hosted in 2023. What is your thoughts about Tampa Bay hosting in 2022 if they go on with this? Should they wait until 2023 or do you think they should have it in 2022? Well, you gotta think about it here for just a second. I mean, this pandemic really just cheated them, cheated them out of their opportunity to to have to have the big event. So, I mean, if they can get another shot at it, I say, I say do it. I mean, does I, my personal opinion? I don't, it doesn't matter to me when. I mean, they ought to have an opportunity to to, to go after it again at some point down the road. Also, of course, we talked about, of course, some of the big golf events moving around our schedule. What are your thoughts about uh, the uh, schedule being moved as far as the PGA goes, as far as the Masters in November, the PGA in September, and the PGA Championship in August, I should say, the U.S. Open in September? What are your thoughts about the, all these events moving August, September, November, respectively? Yeah, um, yeah you mentioned, you, you told me, I think you, uh, you said, said a hint to me earlier earlier in the day about this. Uh, I went back and read a little bit about it. Uh, I think everybody, I think, and this, this is something I've started saying a while back, you know, when this whole pandemic kind of happened, that you know that they said in the beginning, they said they're just going to put it off for the entire year and wait until next year to, to, ha- to have these terms, especially the Masters. I mean, that was... The big one. That was actually one of the first ones that that ended up saying something about it. But the thing about it is, I think they really got down to a point now. That, I bet you that there, like a, a handful of people that are right now what has been watching this whole thing very very carefully, and then maybe they're rethinking here. Hmm, you know, maybe we can, uh, you know, maybe we could, you know, possibly, you know, maybe maybe we could still salvage this somehow. And but just do it a little bit later in the day. Later in the day, I mean a lot. As I said here before, you know a lot of these, um, a lot of these um, uh, organizations here have. I've often I've heard as as often been uh, you know thinking about possibly doing something a little bit later on here after this whole after this whole pandemic situation starts dying down a little bit, which they said at some point they say it could hit a peak, which in other words it might get worse before it ends up getting better. Uh, you know, I say to any 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 sports right now at this at this juncture. I'm yeah. a, I mean, I'm not going to similar down to the Masters, uh, JD, but I'm gonna mention I'm gonna mention it here in this respect. Just bottom line, okay. This is only April, okay. We got eight more months left before the year's out, okay. Right. They've got time. 
if they want if they want to reset a lot of these and have these things a little bit later, uh-huh. I said you know try to save it and market it so that way you have market be able to market down on the books. Okay, saying hey, you know 2020, you know we'll you know, the biggest savings say we'll have a 2020 PGA Championship, we'll have a 2020 Masters, we'll have a 2020, uh, you know what 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 have you. I mean, the Olympics, obviously, you know, they've already made up their mind about it. They're, 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 they've washed their hands, pardon the pun, of the whole deal. Uh, they're going to wait till next year to do theirs. But, you know, there's a lot of them that are going, they're going, to, hold, they're going, they are going to hold back, and that's understandable. That's 100% understandable. I mean, we can all say that. But I'd just say if any of them, and this is just a, this is just a, a what if, as I always say. Right. If, if, if they decided... You know, they wanted to, to, to try to salvage something about of all this for uh, for 2020. You know, they got plenty of time to do it. I mean, this is only the beginning of April. I mean, they got time. They can, I mean, do something that Vince McMahon wasn't smart enough to do, and that is reset it and do it at a later date when all this is blown over. But that's, and that's one thing that Vince McMahon decided not to play ball on. And, of course, uh, we all know my, my thoughts about that. That's my personal take. I mean, they still have a lot of these things, sports. They could still do a lot. Of it. I mean, especially, you know, like you said with golf. I mean, golf right now is the only one I've heard, from what you've told me, that you know that that could that could uh, that could be able to salvage their season. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So for, for 2020. So I mean, I mean, rest of them could follow suit. Who knows? I mean, I personally wouldn't mind hearing about some sporting events happening in 2020. Where all, when all this finally kind of, kind of dies down a little bit, but we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But personally, they got plenty of time to reset anything if they want to do it. My personal yes, they opinion. do. No, no question about it. And we've been hearing a lot about the NFL draft possibly in a few weeks, however, being rescheduled by teleconference, however, or maybe uh, FaceTime or whatever. We'll have to wait and see what happens. The NFL and college football are up in the air too, as is Major League Baseball. They're saying no later. Major League Baseball might not be back to work until maybe June, maybe mid to late June, early July. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. No, also, it's July, NBA, JD. In, in, it's July. It's okay. July. J- yeah. Okay. And then the NHL and the NBA are pretty much all but shut down. So that will be interesting to see what happens. Folks, we will be keeping you up to date with this story. And if we hear anything else, we'll be sure to pass along to you. Uh, But right now... I'm sorry. Can I add one quick thing to that? Please. Can I add what what, what Fonzie just said? May I I add something, please? Yeah. Fonzie, you said in July they're going to try to play baseball? Yeah, that's what it said. Because I got the... Yeah, because I got the. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, so if they can get three, if they can get three months worth of games in, I don't see I don't see any problem with that. That's three months worth. No, of here's the thing. Here's the thing, Chad. They said it. They can. They're gonna regular season's gonna start in July. Okay. World Series yeah. gonna be in no, October, November. It's gonna push it to. LA, California. Sure. All yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. All the playoffs are going to go in the the West Coast, California. You know, you know, all that. Right. Yeah. And let me tell you this. Here, here's a smart move on that. JD, my apologies, sir. I, Please I, go now ahead. You got, I, now you got me. Now you got me yeah. interested in talking about something here. Think about this for a second. You said in July sometime they're supposed to start this. Okay. Yeah. Here's the way. Here's the way you do it. Okay. Whatever. And like I said, 
even if all the teams decided not to do it, if a, if a good majority of the teams decided, okay, let's, let's, let's get them warmed up, come on, let's, let's get them playing and all that stuff, let's give them the option, you know, that they, if they don't want to play, you know, don't, they don't, they don't, we, we don't have to make them play, okay? Now, if we don't have that many teams want to do it, then it's all going to go bust anyway. But like I said, if it's scheduled to set in, November, in uh, July, here's what you do. You play your games, you, put, you play your games big time here. I mean, I'm sure they got a system that they use and all, whatever, you know. They say 100 you games. Move, you move 100 games. the World Series to November. Yeah. yeah. It's normally in October. You move it to November. You just move it a month off. Now, you have time to get games in and get it all straightened out here. Boom, there's your season. Yeah. There is your season right there. Yeah. You don't have to have a big wide. You don't have to have a big wide. You know, uh, when does it normally start? In April, am I right? Yeah, am I right about it's, 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 we're, we're, we're already a week and a half into the season usually. Yeah, we're about a week into the season. Okay, yeah. okay. and everybody won't push it back till July. Okay, like I said, yes, that 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 is a sh- yes. I know. You know we're, we're all expecting a longer season. But three, if they can get three months of games in, guys, then they have they have a season. If they get three months worth in, they got a season. July, August, September, and then play play some towards around the middle of October. Give them time to get prepped for the World Series, and then do it at sometime in November. Uh-huh. They and are. Then, get this around the time that they start possibly doing. You said, JD, they're going to do the Masters in November. I mean, that's going to be now a big sports month, guys. You're going to oh, have yeah. the World Series, and you're going to have the Masters. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that makes sense. And, and, and added to the fact, too, not only that, and sorry, Mitch, I'm ready to pray real quick. I mean, you guys would agree, too. Not only that, you got college football, you got high school football, you got the NFL, you got the NHL, and the NBA. But, like I said, guys, you've got a whole bunch of sports wrapped into one here. But yep. you got it towards the tail end between the summer and the fall. I mean, right now, I mean, right now, we the situation that it is. You can't help, but you don't have a choice. If you want to do it, something, do it as early as you can. And like if Fonzie said, that this thing's not supposed to, they're not supposed to start playing until July. Get, get them on the ball and let's get it rolling, man. Yep. Come on. I mean, can we get, <laughs> make no, no sense for playing that way out here. Don't do a Vince man and hold off and 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 try to do something now. Where all you're going to have is an empty stadium and all that, and all these players are going to be wondering, man, we can't hear the crowd or whatever. But there's nobody there to look at it. Right. And, and you know what? And this thing dies down, and then you've got time yeah. to do it. Right. You, you know what? You, 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 exactly. you bring up a good point, Chad. Yeah, go ahead. You were about to say something. Please, go ahead. Oh, you know what? Go it won't make sense to do the Super Bowl next year because it's already, there might not be a football regular season. Yeah. But it'll be a record season. No, it would be a record season. It's just going to push it back. That's yeah, all. it's going to be the same. You have the Super Bowl in February. Yeah. 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 Well, and they did the playoffs. And it's, and it's supposed January. to be in Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. the thing is, but but what Mitt's saying though, and, and you bring up and Mitt, you bring a fantastic point up, and Fonzie, you do too. And I'm not saying everyone's wrong here, but the thing is, you do not start that 17 game schedule until the following year. 
this year, how you just play it, like I said, if they're smart, and I talked about this, I think, today with my, yeah, I did. I did talk with my friend Patrick about this today. What you do, if you're smart, however, like I said, with the draft coming up in a few weeks, you do it by teleconference, however, and FaceTime. Then, when things get back to normal, slowly get back to normal, maybe do a couple weeks of camp, and then maybe sort the preseason out two weeks. Cut two weeks out of the preseason this year and go to just two weeks. Then you can have an extra week or two to prepare for the opener in mid-September and then go until maybe December, early January, and then maybe start your playoffs. And then after you do the Super Bowl in like February or whatever, if you want to do an XFL season again like you did this year, even though you didn't finish this first season, however, and you were a month away from finishing the season, the reins were tanking more and more, maybe you go back to the XFL next year if you really want to do it. I don't know. But next year, like I said, is going to be the real test when the NFL goes to mm-hmm. 17 games. That's going to be a challenge for them. That's going to be a real big what, challenge I'm talking about for the time being. What, okay. I want to say this for the time being here is that, like I said, okay. with everything all, all wishy-washy, some of these are going to actually still going to try to have some semblance of some action here. Like right. I said, for example, right. you, the you're right. Football, right. Wait, 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 wait. You're baseball, right. like I say, is going to be able to salvage it. Mm-hmm. NFL is going to be able to salvage it. Like you said, college and high school football—they may be able to get something rolling here. They'll—they'll they'll be all right. That's not—that's not a problem. NASCAR shot because it was started back in February. They had to cut it off because of what happened mm-hmm. here. It was supposed to end in November. You're not going to have anything. You're not going to have yeah. anything at all. So yeah. anyway, like as I said, the point. But my, my point being is this, guys. Right now, you got to work with what you got. Okay, you got you can't have the big season like you normally have. If you want to do something, start it as early as you can. Once all this starts blowing, blowing over, and everybody says, "Hey, we can all go back to a stadium and watch a game now, whatever," then let then go for it and see what, and, and then and then do it. And like I said, like I said with the baseball thing, do the same thing with the with the Super Bowl. Instead of doing the Super Bowl at the beginning of February. Do it around like the second or third Sunday in February, and you'll have a little bit more time again to prep for it. Yep. You push something point. back, you, you'll, have be, you'll be better prepped for it. Right. I'm just well, speaking saying. Of, that's, that's very good. You guys bring up all good points. Now, i got to step out for a few minutes, and speaking of prep, uh, again, let's give you the number real quick here on uh, episode 234 or 5 for four, April 6, 2020. The Heartbreak Kid, along with the King of Clubs, ladies and gentlemen, Mip Patel, the human suplex machine, the Heartbreak Kid, and Mr. WCW. I am your host, the Ice Man, Jerry D. Draw on the 1-605-562-0444-138744-POUND. Chad, uh, I will let you take the floor again. Sorry, guys, I'm letting him have the floor a lot here today. But right now, we're going to get an update of what's coming up this week, including the big match this Friday. So I will turn it over to Chad. And when we come back, folks, we'll put a bow on this thing and tie it up. And, guys, I mean, we're going to try to get through the other matches, but we'll uh, push that back to next week, however. So since we're running out of time, but we'll go over the rest of the matches next week. Let's hear what we got planned for this week and beyond as we now turn the floor back over to Chad very quickly as I will be back relatively shortly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Metro JD, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. This is, of course, Monday, April 6, 2020. Um, it is 4.34 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I believe it's episode 236 is what I think what I had on my uh, on, on my uh, setup here just momentarily. We'll just say, we'll say 36 for the time being. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as J.D. said, I'm going to bring you towards what's going to be coming up here this week here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, after WWS Wrestling Revisited, 139-926-POUND. Of course, uh, Revolution, of course, our live video feed. John, this is very careful. 
definitely make a note of this. Uh, and, and also make a note of Fonzie's belts, by the way. That's a that's a plus ten right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Our live video feed tomorrow night from Revolution uh, will be from WWS Legacy. Uh, of course, tomorrow night one three eight zero five five pound news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we'll talk about what happens tonight on Monday Night Raw. We will talk about. And I see even though that I personally did not uh, did not look at this uh, personally, we will talk about of course night one of of of, of what was the what was the mediocre WrestleMania. <clears throat> I'm sorry guys, I have to say it in that fashion because that's what I thought it was. Uh, night one of of uh, WrestleMania from of course I believe it was from Saturday night. We'll talk about that here tomorrow night on Revolution. Of course, also some other wrestling stuff we'll definitely bring in. Shut your, your mouth, Loki. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. What were we saying, John? My cat's hollering. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm well, not well, going to talk that. My cat was hollering, guys. But before before I finish that, John, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to do this for me. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, coming up Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, after outside the ropes at six thirty, one four one three eight seven pound, and also WWS wrestling debate at one three nine nine two five pound at eight o'clock. Of course, Revolution will be back on the air. Uh, our live video feed will be from WWS nineteen hundred. <sighs> uh, news and views, history and birthdays. Of course, we will also talk about night two of the mediocre WrestleMania. Also, of course, any uh, any uh, any uh, updates we do get about AEW and NXT from this coming Wednesday night, uh, we will bring that here to your attention here as well. Plus, some other wrestling stories. One three eight zero five five pound. Be sure to join us there. This Thursday on NWO Wolfpack, ladies and gentlemen, our live video feed will be from LWOUS Latino Dynasty. News and views, history and birthdays. Uh, our uh, uh, our thoughts and opinions on anything that did happen Wednesday night with uh, AEW and NXT, and also some other fun stuff here, uh, possibly some more matches from our Blast from the Past pay-per-view extravaganza as well. We may have some of that as well, so be sure to listen into that, 138-521-POUND. And something J.D. did bring up a little while ago to talk about it now right here, this coming Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, yes. Everyone's been anxious to hear this, and I am going to go ahead and bring it here too. This coming Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, on Revolution, of course, 138-055-POUND, First off, I will note that our live video feed from there will be from FMWUS Honor Thy Frontier. Uh, of course, we'll have our news and views. We'll also have our history and birthdays. We definitely hope to hear from both the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and also Danny from Oak Park, especially Danny, because this is what this is concerning. Uh, as I've been, we were talking about last week, the WWUS GWI Wrestling Forum uh, chat box a challenge was issued between two two folks on that chat box, and that was Danny from Oak Park and the King of Clubs, Nick Patel. So, as 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 after talking over with these gentlemen here, it turns out we had half officially worked this out. Danny from Oak Park, for the first time here in, in quite some time, will be defending one of his trivia championship belts, as he will be defending the WCWUS Ironman Heavy Metalweight Championship against the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, in a Family Feud-style matchup here coming up this Friday night, of course, on Revolution 138055-pound. Be sure to listen in on that. Also, of course, with time allotted, ladies and gentlemen, we may have had time for some matches here 
from our pay-per-view extravaganza. But we'll, of course, with uh, time allotted, of course. Also, don't forget this Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, WWS Power Hour, 141-364-POUND at 6 o'clock this Saturday evening. We'll talk about what took place here in the radio network this week, plus also Saturday's wrestling history and birthdays, and also, of course, uh, <coughs> some wrestling news tidbits from our friends at 411 Mania. Ladies and gentlemen, be sure to, of course, check out, speak, speaking of blasts from the past, I'm sure everyone has seen it and noticed it by now. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, yours truly, Mr. WWS, has also created another group for the table of groups and on Facebook, appropriately titled WCWS Blast from the Past PPV, Pay-Per-View. I've already posted five matches. Of course, these are matches that we've already talked about on the show. For those who need a chance to talk about them on the show, this is their opportunity to talk about their thoughts and opinions about, uh, of course, these matches. I'll be adding more matches here coming up here, hopefully here over the next couple of, couple of days. And everyone will get their thoughts and opinions about about what they thought of each match here, here and there. Um, and if you care to join up with that, please feel free to join us there. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash WCWS blast from the past. If you care to chime in any of that uh, right there. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, one couple quick notes here before I turn things back over here to JD, because I know he's drowning in folders right now. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, don't forget the fits. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to visit Perpetual Uniquity on eBay, ebay.com forward slash str forward slash Perpetual Uniquity. Of course, there's a lot of things being relaxed due to this over overhyped flu bug with eBay right now, but still visit it. There's a lot of great stuff on there. Uh, Internet retail for the attorney distinctive individual. Be sure to check that out here today. And also on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, Bulldog DVD sales and variety. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. Of course, our prices are still the same. Uh, DVDs and Blu-rays with one or two discs in each set are worth one dollar. DVDs and Blu-rays with three or four, three or more discs in each set are worth two dollars. Uh, DVDs in the jewel cases are worth fifty cents a piece. And also, of course, the four-disc set of movies starring the one and only uh, Governor himself, Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, The Running Man, Predator, Commando, and Total Recall. That four-disc set is three dollars. If you're interested, please hit me up, and we'll talk shop here. And I'll definitely uh, send that out there right there to you. So be sure to check that out here today at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. We take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. And that, ladies, that is it for me here for this Monday uh, evening here, of course, as we go into 4.41 p.m., of course, on uh, see Monday, April 6, 2020. And now, ladies, let's turn it over back over here to the man who is right now uh, – uh, now actually drowning in a pot of Folgers coffee right now is the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, J.D. We'll turn back to you, sir. Go ahead. Thank you very much, Chad. Yes, indeed, Howard. We have got uh, quite a bit to discuss, and it should be an action-packed week as always, Howard, as we are heading into Easter week, no doubt about it. Hopefully everyone is staying safe and careful out there, and especially enjoying this warm, sunshiny weather, Howard, wherever you're at today. I know Mitt's neck of the woods, it's very beautiful, as is it's nice in Farm Royal here in Pittsburgh as well. So, that being said, that is a very good thing. Again, tonight, don't forget, John will have a lot to talk about on FacebookLive.com under John Gross, Sports and Wrestling Incorporated, GRHSLR at Facebook.com. He will include, of course, his thoughts about the first two nights of Mania. He will talk about Monday Night Raw. He'll talk about what's coming up this week, including AEW and NXT. Also, some sports and local headline news, however, around the world. However, be sure to check that out at 11 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, on Facebook.com. 
And John, before we get into the next big plug that I will talk about here, as I always plug this show however, every Monday, uh, we understand we had quite a weekend in your trivia challenge, however, as uh, we will t- uh, let everyone know how very quickly uh, where Mitt and myself stood, however, along with a certain person, most notably the franchise, my cousin actually thought he had a chance to beat me. Well, let's just say last night he got taught a lesson the old-fashioned way. So, John, let us uh, hear what right now how Mitt, myself, and... Uh, Let's just say, who was the big winner in your trivia challenge as far as the big Mania prediction pool this past weekend? Hold on. John's going to get back on here in a second. And apparently we have lost Mitt, so... uh... Yeah, I told you, Daddy. It was not me and Mick. Okay, Mitt has left us, ladies and gentlemen, so we do want to thank the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel, for joining us on Mitt. Uh, stay safe, my friend. We will talk to you later this evening and again during the course of the week. Thank you for coming on the FJ. Uh, I was talking about your trivia challenge here, John. Let's hear uh, who was the big winner this week in your trivia challenge. All right. All right. Well, well, we got the big winners yes. uh, for the WrestleMania Championship Challenge again. Yes. Uh, with six six co-champions have been crowned for WrestleMania. Okay, Ooh. please let's yes let's hear who the big winners were. Well, on night one on Saturday, Cody yes. Shelton and Keenan Wilson got the Saturday Championship belt. Yes. And last night they did yes. it again alongside Michelle Martinez. Our good friend, Mitt, the King of Clubs. Yes. The hell, J.D.? What the hell is that? Hold on. Go ahead. So, go ahead, John. Please, please continue. Sorry, John. Go ahead. Michelle. Uh, Michelle Martinez, you said. Uh, Mitt, and who else, please? The King of Kings, Gerard T. Smith. Okay, so congratulations to all of them last night, our King of Kings, ladies and gentlemen, the King NWO, George T. Smith, Michelle Martinez, ladies and gentlemen, and the King of Clubs coming through with a big, big showing last night in night two of the WrestleMania Trivia Challenge Hour and Prediction Challenge. Congratulations to all of them. And also, like I said, congratulations to everyone who took part in this, including the Empress Amory Rickenbach, Mr. WCW himself, Chad and Sean, of course, my cousin, the franchise, Dandy Jerome, who again, as I said last night, got a lesson taught to him. He thought he had me outsmarted in night one, let's just say. But at the end of the night, however, I can only say to this, however, who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? Hey, you me. forgot about me, J.D. What the hell is what Oh, the hell sorry, is yes. Sorry, Fonzie. Yes, and Fonzie was in this too, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that, Fonzie. Yes, the heartbreak kid, Fonzie, even entered into the pool too. And uh, did pretty well as well. So, yes, folks, uh, as Chad said, of course, the next prediction challenge, hour, if there is a prediction challenge coming up, hour, we'll talk more about it. And that is Money on the Bank. That is coming up again on May 10th, ladies and gentlemen, live from Baltimore, ladies and gentlemen, if in fact indeed it happens, ladies and gentlemen. But we will keep you up to date with this story. It is 4.46 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, here on the 6th of uh, April, ladies and gentlemen. But before we go, ladies and gentlemen, we want to tell you about a couple other birthdays that recently we had, ladies and gentlemen, in the sports world to let you know what happened and catch you up on that very quickly. First off, ladies and gentlemen, back on March 18th, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we want to wish happy late birthday to these two, these legends. First off, uh, Kurt Warner, who turned 48, ladies and gentlemen, the former Green Bay Packers, St. Louis Ram, Arizona Cardinals, superstar 6'2", 215, uh, Super Bowl champion, two-time MVP, four-time Pro Bowl and first-team All-Pro, as well as three-time NFL completion, 
percentage leader, turned 48 years old. He, of course, completed 65.5% of his passes in the NFL, 128 of 208, 32,344 yards, another 10,465 in the Arena League, or 62%. Uh, pass rating of 107.8. Howard, he had a pass rating in the league of 93.7. He was also the Walter Mann Peyton NFL Man of the Year, a member of the Arizona Cardinals Ring of Honor, ladies and gentlemen, a three-time NFL completion percentage leader, ladies and gentlemen, passing leader in 01, as well as NFL passing leader in 99, 2001. And like I said, it was a Burt Bell winner in 1999 and Bart Star winner in 2010. He turned recently, believe it or not, 48. I'll be right back, guys. We'll continue this discussion in a minute. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, John, I think you can confirm this here as well, that... Uh, um, First of all, congrats to everyone that did take part in your challenge here. Thank you for holding one, since I did not do one because of what WrestleMania status was. Um, but I wanted to throw out something. I know he's already gone. But admit, if you are listening, sir, I challenge you for your portion of the WrestleMania title. Oh. So, uh, Yes. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, myself, and I think it was a John Eddie Garza came in third, I think it was. Yeah. Okay, that's what I said. That's the highest I've probably gotten in, I think, third. That's the highest I've gotten, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, guess, I'm guessing because well, there's been other times I haven't I haven't placed at all. But I, mean, I think this is the first time I've actually placed in this thing. But, um, well, I, hey, Chad, let if I, if I may say one quick thing, I did. I yeah. was able to pull up a match on YouTube from, from from this. I think it was last night. Was the one between Otis and Dolph Ziggler? And let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. I was un, I was one hundred percent shocked, surprised here that some that somehow that uh, that Otis. And his debut, man. I mean, as, even yeah, though he's directly a tag team wrestler, pulled pulled off that win. I mean, I'll give exactly. him some kudos here. I was talking about Otis and Dolph. I actually found oh, that. Oh yeah, match. last night. Yes, yes, of heavy machinery. So, yeah. I mean, I said that kudos to, 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 to Otis, and I think I heard some like an interview or something like that. That uh, uh, I'm sure they couldn't do, do it right now, but I, there was something about that Otis and Mandy were probably going to have a big old stake after that. I don't know if they. Uh-huh. I would. Yes. I would love that. I would love to. Hear, I would love to hear if they actually did. But uh, yes. that's but, what uh, Otis did tonight to Mandy yes. Rose last night. Yes. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, yes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, back on the 18th, happy late 68th birthday to former Pittsburgh Steelers center Mike Webster. The former Wisconsin Badger was a four-time champion, nine-time Pro Bowler. From 78 through 85 and 87, seven-time first-team All-Pro from 78 through 84, named to the NFL 75th and 100th anniversary all-time team, name of the Pittsburgh Steelers all-time team, NFL All-Decade team in the 70s and the 80s, second-time team All-Big Ten 72, first-team All-Big Ten 73, started 217 of 245 games. Of course, he was featured in the movie Concussion with Will Smith, his bio story was. He, of course, died in September of 2002. Uh, like I said, he was a fifth-round pick from Wisconsin from Rhinelander, ladies and gentlemen, which I believe is outside of Milwaukee, if I'm not mistaken, or Green Bay, but he would have been 68, ladies and gentlemen, back on the 18th. And also, ladies and gentlemen, happy birthday, of course, to Bonnie Blair, the skater, of course, on that same day, ladies and gentlemen, how are 
Her stats are very interesting, unique, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, she, of course, competed in the Olympic Finals four straight times, ladies and gentlemen, winning the gold medal. Uh, she won bronze in oh. 19... Uh, let's see here. I just saw it here. 1988, ladies and gentlemen, in the 1,000 meters, ladies and gentlemen. She, of course, retired in 1995, turning pro in 84. She is 56 years old. So happy birthday to all of them back on March the 18th. As far as March 23rd goes, however, we'll tell you about that tomorrow. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, it's about nine minutes to five o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, and it's almost happy hour time, ladies and gentlemen, and dinner time for most people. How the early buffet special, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, that being said, we are now going to go to our raw ratings and predictions for tonight. We do not have matches listed at all, surprisingly whatsoever, considering it is the night after WrestleMania. So, John, I will start with you, however. Go to Chad and then Fonzie, and then I'll wrap it up here and tie a bow on this. And again, I do want to thank all of you, Chad, uh, uh, Chad, of course, along with Mitt and Fonzie and John. As always, we will be back next week with what will be another action-packed edition after Easter of Monday Night Raw on April 13th. So, John, by all means, please go right ahead with your Raw ratings and predictions, please. All right, let's see if we can do McIntyre versus uh, Rollins in a non-title match. That's a good pick. That's a very good pick. Okay. And what is your rating tonight? 1.7. Okay. All right, right, guys. Well, we will catch you on the flip side later this later on. All right, John. Stay safe as always, and we will catch up with you again tomorrow and later tonight as well. Of course. All right. Bye. All right, John. Now, leaving us, ladies and gentlemen, again, we definitely want him to be safe and careful. We thank him for coming on the line as well. Chad, you're next. What do you got as far as our raw ratings and uh, prediction for the main event tonight, uh, the night after Mania? Uh, well, this is going to be, this, this, they're going to try to follow through here coming off uh, what was, what they considered to be a really banner night. I mean, of course, obviously some people may have probably thought a little bit differently. Uh, I say... You know, I'm on, you know what, just, just, just to make it interesting, because I was actually kind of intrigued with what John just said, I'm actually going to say that myself. I'm going to say the same thing he did. So, I mean, I really can't, really can't honor about any, pretty much anything else. Other than, of course, Drew coming out and beginning, you know, that holding up the belt and all saying, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's yeah. Uh other than that, I'm not sure what I'm not sure uh, what to make of what to make of all this. Uh, but I know they probably have to film all this, you know, big time here. Uh, uh, I gotta say, I'm gonna have to wind it down a little bit myself. I'm gonna say a 1.4. All right, one four. Okay. And before you get Fonzie's pick, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to check out the Chris Peep Show on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen. That's Chris Peeps of the Z. Check out Danny from Oak Park. The uh, of course, Rattlesnake and El Patel, myself, TJ Banks, Kelly Matthews, The Woken Jay Cuts, and Arcane. Of course, DJ from FLA, ladies and myself, of course, Rena, Gabby, and the rest of the game will be on tonight just after 11 o'clock with the post-Monday Night Raw show. That's tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday Night Raw after the show goes off the air. So you can check out two great post-shows after Monday Night Raw. If you're tired of hearing about this dread of flu bug and you need something to stay awake, Howard, and considering the uh, talk shows are on repeats mostly, mostly Kimmel, mostly Jimmy Fallon, mostly uh, Colbert and all them, turn over to YouTube and also on Facebook to check out the best damn post shows on Monday night. Uh, Fonzie, you are up next, my friend. What do you got as far as the ratings and predictions go, however, tonight? 
JD, you were wrong. I didn't challenge Mick. I thought Danny you did. Park did. No, but no, but, but, but you and I have a challenge with each other. Yeah, yeah, we do. Which, we'll, which we will decide. We will decide that tomorrow Wednesday, as I said. But go on, please. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler, a rematch right. for women's title. Right. Um, 1-6. 1-6. You know what? Not good predictions from all of you guys. Very, very good predictions from all of you. And I was hoping we would hear back from Mitt, however. Uh, but again, I'll try to get Mitt's maybe thoughts, however, hopefully either sometime tonight or later on tomorrow, and we'll uh, read them on the air here. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go 1-8, and I'm going to go with Chad and... Uh, John's prediction. I think Rollins and McIntyre non-title makes sense. I think McIntyre has his first title defense tonight, albeit non-title. But I do think you're going to see that match happen, however, with those two. I, I really, for some reason, have a funny feeling you're going to see that happen. But we'll have to wait and see. Anyway, folks, that is all the time we've got for right now, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, I do want to thank, as I said, all my guests here this afternoon. What has been a very stirring rendition, of course, of Monday after Mania, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, Chad would have been in my chair at this point today, as I would have been on my way to Monday Night Raw in Tampa, of course, and returning on Wednesday, giving you my thoughts about the aftermath of Tampa and everything like that. But, folks, uh, fear not, Tower. We will be uh, here again next week, of course, and we will continue to update you if anything changes before that, Tower. So definitely check us out here on TalkShoe. Again, folks, uh, don't forget uh, this week we got a big week coming up, of course, our 2 for Tuesday, our Triple Stacker Wednesday, our uh, single one on Thursday, and then, of course, our big one on Friday night to close out the week heading into Easter weekend. So, folks, as always, stay safe, be careful, wash your hands, however, definitely without question, and just use common sense, however. But, again, we will be back next week, folks, with more talk, however, hopefully some positive things to talk about. We'll go over the last little bit of WrestleMania next week, and who knows what else we'll have on the table with our gang. So, for now, for the King of Clubs, for Mr. WCW, for the Heartbreak Kid, and for the Human Suplex Machine, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside and we will talk to you again very very soon here on the talk shoe radio network and as we close you out tonight we've played this theme before and we'll play it again ladies and gentlemen it is the title song the lonely shepherd from the movie kill bill starring quentin tarantino ladies and gentlemen uma thurman the late david carradine ladies and gentlemen along with daryl hannah michael madsen ladies and gentlemen and a bunch of others so here we go right now as we close out tonight's theme however the lonely shepherd saying good night to you from here at raw radio episode whatever it is i think it's 235 i'm not sure i'll have to go back and double check but anyway that being said we will talk to you soon ladies and gentlemen here on the talks to radio network just like i said stay safe and careful we'll see you soon and we'll catch you on the flip side very very soon so now i know i keep repeating myself sorry about that but anyway here's our closing theme right now as we say good night to you now at the lonely shepherd from kill bill <laughs>
And whatever you do, don't drink too much Folgers. Have a good week, and we'll see you soon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.